Hello there, friends and neighbors. Happy Nude Year to you and yours. Uh, this is Matt, producer of Two Girls, One Podcast, and I'm here with another encore episode for you uh, because we've been booking and exploring and, and uh, getting people on the schedule, and also uh, Allie's been busy with her uh, live shows and also, uh, I think, went skiing uh, this past week, so... Uh, it's been hard to align guest schedules with host schedules, a tale as old as, old as time, uh, as we come out of the holidays and the new year, but uh, I did want to share an encore episode. Uh, this is from January, oh my gosh, one year ago, exactly one year ago, January 17th, 2022. One year ago, uh, we talked to Stephanie and Lee from the Isle of Shame, which is a, uh, a blog and social media accounts about Aldi supermarkets. Uh, I think every week or every two weeks, they go to a specific aisle uh, in Aldi uh, where they have random shit and then they blog about it and they have thousands and thousands of fans and followers who also uh, go into the aisle. They have a secret call. Uh, where they uh, recognize each other in the fandom. And this was just all around such a wholesome, silly, ridiculous, and uh, and one of those, this is what the internet is made for podcasts. So it was a really fun time. Uh, again, this was January of last year, the Isle of Shame. Uh, we hope you enjoy it. If you haven't heard this one, it's so, so fun, and and you'll get a kick out of it. Uh, if you have, then uh, camp out, and uh, we will see you uh, next week. We are exploring some more topics with regard to artificial intelligence and how they affect uh, ethics and jobs and professional uh, systems that we know and love. Uh, so, uh, you know, I know we've covered AI art. That was a really, really uh excellent insight uh, that we got from our guests there. So I think that you will enjoy uh, what we have cooking uh, in the next week or so, and we'll be back with you uh, soon with new episodes. But for now, enjoy this episode 199 from January 2022, The Isle of Shame, and we'll talk with you next week. And now, what bleeding edge meme lord, crypto cyber gang, will Two Girls One podcast cover this week? I'm being told this one's about making bird sounds at your local supermarket. If you were wondering whether those Patreon dollars were well spent, you finally have your answer. And now here are the hosts who still flash mob at Trader Joe's like nobody's watching. Allison Goldberg and Lindsay Ford. Yo, yo, what up? Hey, how are you? <laughs> Boom. Hi, everybody. It's me, Lindsay. It's me, Allie. Welcome to Two Girls, One Podcast in in um, Hello from My Closet. I have big news, which is that, I don't know, a mere two years into the pandemic, I finally have a sick closet situation. Oh, yeah. I, I don't have one yet. I'm still recording in my... Ex- 
extremely cavernous room. So sorry. <laughs> is that just like a subtle way to let people know that your microphone is better than mine? Um, everybody knew that you already, Allie. I know because you sound, you sound great, great, but hopefully I sound better. Hopefully people are like, wow, Allie's voice sounds so melodious today. And that's why. But get up close and be like, wow, I sound really good. Wow, I sound so good today. Damn. I mean, that's just me <laughs> saying my my bedtime your sultry voice. voice. <laughs> it's everyone, my bedtime voice. <laughs> everyone use your most sultry voice right now. Just everyone say there are pineapples in the ice box. You know what? That's actually really appropriate for today's episode because we're looking at the Isle of Shame. But you Which didn't actually say there has are nothing to do with sex. Oh, there are pineapples <laughs> in the ice box, bitch. Okay. Um, okay. Okay, now Matt, yep. Matt has to say it too. Okay, also, Matt's Matt here. Hi, Matt. Say pineapples in the icebox. Pineapples in the icebox. <laughs> Somehow you kind of sound like um, the person narrating an Alfred Hitchcock style like mystery show. Please don't say cock to me. Thank you. Oh, we say cock all the time here. Wait, wait. Allie said, Allie said, in the pan- after the pandemic, she got a sick new closet, and I understood that. But like, what are we doing with the slang "sick" in a post-COVID uh, mm, world? Are we still using right. it? I have a you know viral I- new closet. <laughs> <laughs> and also, do you think because of coronavirus, like bacterial infections are a little a little like jealous? Like nobody's. <laughs> Talking about gangrene right now. Nobody's talking about, ooh, I cut myself. I wonder if I'm going to get, you know, tetanus. I don't know. Definitely. Like, I'm seeing these guys and they're like, don't give me COVID. And I'm like, you didn't even ask me about gonorrhea. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. I'm, <laughs> no, the number of times I'm talking know, to people. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, I've been ST- I've never had an STD and it's shocking. And I said that about a year or two ago on this podcast and I still don't have one. It's Ooh. wild. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, everyone. Thank you. It's been a lot of hard work. Also, I've never had a UD. I've never had either. I've never had a UTI. <laughs> yeah. I've never had one. You know, it's yeah. crazy. It's really crazy. It, that, that sounds really horrible. I was like, Fuck, I would become a nun after the way people describe UDs. They like, it's like it burns, it's uncomfortable. Oh, oh God, I could never. Yeah, but you get to drink a lot of cranberry juice, and I really like juice. You know what? I drink a lot of cranberry (laughs) juice anyway, so maybe that's why I've never had a UD. Oh, my God, maybe. Yeah. And you know know where you can get cranberry juice? Where? That was good. That was good, Matthew. I liked it. I liked it. Go on. Okay, I, 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 I lifted. What do you call it in sports? You, 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 you pass the ball. You lift. I lifted it up. Sports reference is. I don't know what sports are, Matthew. The ball is the the ball is in the air, and now you you threw it up. Walk it over to me and place it gingerly in my hands. No, 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 no. no. In the hoop. The hoop, get it, do it. Oh. Neither one of you is doing a great job at this Isle sports analogy. Shame. <laughs> Isle of shame, guys. Today we're covering literally an aisle in a grocery store, which I know, don't click out. We'll see what happens. But apparently there's like a whole community around this and they have like, they share tips and they go nuts over this like discount aisle at Aldi. Is that how you say it? Aldi? No, or is it Aldi's, Aldi? Aldi's. Aldi's. Aldi's grocery store. Mm-hmm. You know, it, that's another word that I've like never actually said out loud, I think, because we don't have them here in L.A., do we? 
Yes, we do. They're newish, though. Oh, yeah. interesting. Oh, my God. So we could get in on this Isle of Shame situation. Yeah. Aldi's has some really great deals, y'all. Yeah, there was this fun Atlas Obscura article, Meet the Proud Shoppers of Aldi, Aldi, Aldi's? Aldi's. Aldi's. <laughs> Isle of it's Shame. It's like all, if, if, if there was an aisle that only had penises on it, you would say Aldi's. Aldi's. It's just Aldi's. Honestly, this Lindsay, aisle's... you couldn't have given me a better guide. Thank you. You know, I was doing it for you. I, I You know your audience. Aldi's. Meet Thank them you. where they are. Yes. And I want you to know the subtitle of this, the article is This Isle Has Its Own Subculture and Fan Club. So obviously <laughs> we had to go there. Um, and obviously there's an in-person component, but there's a big online component. So I am excited to find out about deals, deals, deals. I'm really trying hard not to make a joke about my Judaism here, but I think I'm really going to like this episode. <laughs> <laughs> Well, yeah. What's with the Isle of Shame? This is like it's a it's a weird aisle in this very popular yeah, it's supermarket. Like their discount aisle that it's like you okay. should be ashamed to go down, but people love it. And they have a call. They have a call. They literally do like a caw, which means like that's how you identify other Isle of Shamers. Like it's wow. a whole thing, guys. And I can't wait. <laughs> Truly, we talk about doing all the stuff that we do on our show, like together. Like going geocaching. I very much or, want to geocache. When are we doing that? Like we still that, want to yeah, do it. I really it's do. It's been six months. And, <laughs> you Girl, know, I've texted you and been like, when are we geocaching? Let's go. I know. You just, uh, it was hard for me Lindsay's to get the busy apps, as fuck. But anyway, I'm just saying. I'm very less busy this week. So we will Great, go geocaching, geocaching. And then afterwards, right. we will go down the Aldi's Isle of Shame and have a fucking blast. Oh, I'm into it. Okay. Yeah. I think this is a great plan. Well, I need to what find if you geocache out, in the Aldi? There might mm, be. Mm, no. Maybe the parking lot. Yeah, mm-hmm. maybe. Yeah. It's like but, you didn't even listen to the episode, Matt. It's not, it's not <laughs> how geocaching works. if there's a fan club for 99 cent only stores, because I am a big Ooh. fan. I think you are the fan club for the 99 I mean, cent only I follow stores. them on Instagram. So am I a fan or <laughs> do I have a problem? dollar stores on Instagram. <laughs> okay, okay. Matt, 99 I follow specifically only. 99 cent only. It is a chain in California, that everybody who has ever been in it knows is a wonderland. Do you agree, and Lindsay? Are they good? Are they good at Instagram? Yes, they are. They have a huge Instagram following. I'm in. Yeah. I'm in. I love it. Yeah. So yeah, we could we could legit they also cover sponsor, them next. They sponsor very Instagrammable things like yeah. the freaking zoo lights. Yes, which was we were there amazing. together, and Anna took photos of me with it because she knows that I love that store. Um. <laughs> I think we could do a whole series. You know what I mean? Like inflation is rising. Costs are rising. We're bringing you our, uh, you know, uh, three-part series on discount <laughs> chains and aisles for you to shop at. Is it time for trivia? Of course. Oh, yes. Of course. It is time for trivia. Get ready. Uh, today's episode is about Aldi fandom. And just to, just to clarify, here in New York, we call it Waldi. Oh, oh okay. wow. And it, okay. it usually, the, the call it over here is like, hey, Aldi, hey, you going to Aldi? Come on, hey. I love the idea of it being regionally different across the nation. <laughs> yeah. Like, um, how do you say Ralph's in New York? <laughs> Ralph's. We, we, we pronounce it Rafe's, actually. Ah, got it, got it, got it, got it. R- Rolf's. 
That's how well, bowling got started. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Um, so uh, I did a little bit of research into Aldi for today's trivia, and uh, just to clarify, this is a fan community. This ha- the, the, the the our guests today have nothing to do with the store itself. Hmm, but good point. the the store itself is massive. It is part of a massive German supermarket chain, and like we're talking like super rich like walmart like borderline bezos kind of like this family that owns aldi and all the subsidiary supermarkets are like mega mega wealthy and they have it's crazy that they've only just brought this brand to the u.s like relatively recently yeah today's uh trivia is about cold hard german efficiency. It is said in the supermarket biz that Aldi's check it li- checkout lines, Aldi's, I can't even say it now. I know, I don't it know. Maybe I'm, Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. You know what I mean? I'm Aldi's. just making you all say it how my mom says it, which is, <laughs> I just realized, isn't the authority, but she does go to the grocery store more than anybody I know. I will defer to your mom. Uh, what, uh, it is said in the supermarket biz that Aldi's checkout lines move about 40% faster on average, than other supermarkets. What innovation did Aldi bring to its checkout system to make lines more efficient? I have three choices. A, they put extra barcodes on most of their products. More barcodes means that no matter how a cashier picks up an item, there's always a barcode on top to scan. Never having to search for the code means faster checkout lines. Or is it choice B, 20% of Aldi's products are tagged with tiny, nearly invisible RFID stickers. This allows them to be identified by a radio signal at the checkout counter instead of a scanner. Even a small amount of products tagged leads to huge efficiency gains at checkout. That is choice B, the RFID stickers. Or is it C, all Aldi employees, including the store managers, are rigorously trained in a special hand-over-hand technique based on a jujitsu discipline. This allows them to move groceries from one side of the conveyor to the other 40% faster while simultaneously scanning the codes. That is choice C, which is the German efficiency gain at Aldi supermarkets. Um, <laughs> well, it's not B. <laughs> okay. A is like so simple, it would almost make too much sense. Like, yeah, just put them on the same place. Like, I've never yeah. understood why they don't do that at every single grocery store. Yeah. But even so, people throw them onto the conveyor belts every which way. So you'd still do- be doing some. Well, well, A is saying that there are barcodes on multiple sides. Yes. So oh, it makes. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay. Uh, yeah. yeah gotcha, what? What? Wait. What was C? I forgot already. Damn. That's okay. Uh, C is jujitsu. Te- jujitsu technique. Uh, hand over hand, where everyone is trained to get things no. moving faster. The humans. I, I also I feel like they C. have a. Okay. Great. I'm gonna go A. C right. sounds like very so German obvious. efficient. You know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> but to, tra- to train your, yeah, that seems great to train them to, to do it in a specific way. I love that. But I'm going to go A. Ali goes with C, the jujitsu maneuvers. And Lindsay goes with the sim- arguably the simplest answer, extra yeah. barcodes, choice A. We will find out why it's so fast at the Aldi checkout line after this commercial break. 
you know that we love it when you contribute to our Patreon in any amount, but these people have contributed at the $10 or more level, and we would happily walk down any aisle shame-free with Wesley Cordell, Jerry Duran, Jessica Fox, Kathy Phillips, Matthew Scott, Melissa Elliott, William, and Allison. Thank you all so much. And if you ever want to go through a very discounted aisle in any store, let us know and maybe we can go together. And now a real post entitled Fireworks or Gunshots from the 24-hour news network with more noise than actual news networks. Next door, courtesy of... Best of next door. <gasps> Was that fireworks or gunshots that just went off? Um, I <laughs> I was shooting my gun at the fireworks. I think that those people are in my neighborhood. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. I mean, I guess it's a good way to get away with just firing your gun, thinking like the fireworks will cover it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Truly, I think it's a tale as old as Compton. (laughs) (laughs) And we'll leave it there. Is it time for trivia? Uh, How is Aldi's, Aldi's, Aldi's? Aldi's, 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 Aldi's deals. Why are all the D's deals 40% more efficient, faster at the checkout line than your average supermarket? Lindsay chose A. They just put extra barcodes on on everything so that no matter how the cashier picks it up, bam, scan, scan, scan. That was choice A. B. That can't be it. <laughs> RFID stickers. Uh, these are radio transmitting stickers that just go bloop right through the checkout line. Nobody chose that. Uh, High tech answer. Or was it C? All. All the employees are trained uh, in jujitsu techniques to do hand over hand over hand over hand. Ali chose that. Uh, they're, they're speeding it, it, it up. It's got to be that one. I'm so mad. I'm mad. <laughs> I mean, can, it just I, feels I will, German no, to me. No. I will give you a chance to change. I will if you not. Do. Okay. <laughs> the correct answer is... In audio form, I will play it for you right now. The nice thing is California has a really similar climate, so really ideal for growing olives. Olive this episode. Pasta microphone. Let's go inside Trader Joe's. Okay, okay, okay. I brought it back, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) (laughs) Lindsay, he likes to rickroll us with the Trader Joe's podcast. It hasn't happened in a very long time, so you don't even know what's happening, but that is what just happened. And a half. That's very rude. I was digging I was those like, puns, though. Digging not- those puns! <laughs> Olive. I was like, wow, what's happening? <laughs> like, 20 episodes into our show, we were like, hey, did you know that Trader Joe's has a podcast? And we literally spent hours of this show being like who the fuck listens to the trader joe's podcast and so every once in a while i'll just pull a (laughs) clip and play it on the show and that was uh a gag we did for i don't know wow a year we got rick rolled Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. We got mm-hmm. uh, we got uh, Joe rolled. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I miss TJs, okay. but they use so much plastic. I don't go anymore. I respect your uh, your commitment to that. Uh, I do. I miss Here's it, the thing. Though. Let me. Are you ready for your mind to get blown? Before I, I give you the trivia answer, I want to give you a bonus <gasps> bit of information here. Yikes! Aldi owns Trader Joe's. <gasps> Same family. That's the same company. That's why we love them both so much. Wow. I didn't know that. I I assumed Trader Joe's was like Trader Joe's was uh, its own thing. Did it's it's younger than Aldi? Trader Joe's. Trader Joe's was founded in Pasadena, California, in 1967 as an American company, but was purchased in 1979 by the uh, the Aldi family. My mind is blown. But the correct answer to the actual trivia mm-hmm, is, mm-hmm. it is A. Just put extra barcodes on the hey! shit. <laughs> I'm glad I didn't Nothing switch. fancy. Nothing fancy. That makes fancy. sense. Yeah, that one was like, that's like what made sense. The dilemma yeah. is that that's not environmentally friendly either. More little extra tiny pieces of plastic. No, you just print it onto the box already. I, yeah, I think it's like on the products oh, that they okay. that it's they that is their own brand. It's yeah, it's, it's part of the good, packaging. Good, good. So Love it. Love uh, it. yeah, Love it. it's just part of it. Yep. Okay, well, it is time to welcome our guests, and truly, I could not be more excited. We have Stephanie Riley and Lee Dunning, who run the website and blog Isle of Shame, as well as the Facebook group Isle of Shame. Welcome, you two. Hey, thank you. Thanks for having us on. Yes, thank you. Thanks for being here. (laughs) There's nothing I like learning more about than discounts. Okay. (laughs) Uh, Well, first things first, we need to have an unbiased pronunciation of the store Mm -hmm. that this particular Isle of Shame Mm -hmm. is in. There's been a little bit of debate. Can you can you clarify for us? Yes, there's a big debate. It's Aldi. Oh, what up? You nailed it, Lindsay. Mom, you did it. She educated me correctly. <laughs> I thought you were going to go with the other pronunciation, which is we need to hear the Isle of Shamer greeting. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Allie's been doing it all day. So, do you need me to lead you? Would that make you feel more comfortable? Or yes, I love. I love to hear it from you. You can do a call and response. Tell me. (laughs) Tell me. Is this correct? (laughs) Is that correct? That's absolutely correct. That is wow. I need to. I need to hear you now. So. Sorry. Please tell me you've seen Moira Rose and the Crows Have Eyes. Oh my gosh, of course. Yes. Incredible. Incredible. So I would love for our listeners just to get, before we really dive in, like an idea of how large this community is. So can you tell us how many people are in the Facebook group? Like how how big is the community? Currently the community is 1.1 million members. Wow. So love it. We've grown pretty quickly in the past two and a half years. So was that when you founded it two and a half years ago? Yes, in July of 2019, I believe. Wow, amazing. <laughs> Who knew it just mere months later, everyone would be looking for a deal 
in the grocery store. And that the only place you could go is the grocery store. <laughs> Very true. Yes. <laughs> that is true. That was that was crazy. We certainly did not uh, did not expect that uh, that wrinkle whenever we started the group. Mm-hmm. So how did you find out that other people were very much into this particular aisle in the grocery store in Aldi's specifically? So I will say this, a lot has changed in the past two and a half years. Nowhere, the fandom that is Aldi or the, the followers, the following is nothing like it was two years ago, two and a half years ago. So while there were, there was a group and following and, and people who, you know, were on Facebook or in communities, it kind of, it's taken off, you know, just it's grown exponentially since then. So I was an Aldi shopper, just a regular Aldi shopper. And <laughs> I would go and do my grocery shopping, buy my wine, cheese, chocolate, like all the all the essentials and all the goodies like every week in the Isle of Shame. And then truly one day I came home and I was like, I need a blog about this. And that is as simple as it gets. I decided to start a blog and I texted Lee I said, Lee, do you shop at Aldi? We live in different states. I'm in Florida and she's in Illinois. And she's like, do I shop at Aldi? Like, <laughs> I, you know, I was just there. <laughs> and, and she can take over from there. Yeah. Steph and I have been good friends for about 10 years. And yeah, that was basically how we started. And then she said, I think it'd be a great idea to start a Facebook group. And I said, okay. So, but we had no <laughs> idea when it started that it would grow to you know, over a million people. We were going to be really excited <laughs> if we hit a hundred thousand, and uh, yeah. <laughs> then it just kind of exponentially grew from there. Incredible. Okay, so what are some of the things that your community members most like to share about in this aisle? Oh my gosh, so many things. Everything, anything that you can think <laughs> of, people want to share it. We have tons of people sharing their pets and costumes or PJs and. There's cat houses that, um, that pets are always really popular. Oh, Lee, what else? The business model of Aldi and especially that Isle of Shame aisle, which we call the Isle of Shame. Aldi calls it Aldi Finds. They're not, uh, not necessarily as salacious as we are about it, but, uh, their business model is that they bring in new products every single week. So every week there's fresh stuff for the people in our group to talk about and review and tell other people that they found and and bought. Um, Yeah, as Steph said, they sell a lot of pet items there. So uh, pet clothing is huge. Uh, They sell clothing, women's clothing, men's clothing, uh, that is very popular sometimes, depending on what it is. Wrap dresses were a huge hit uh, about a year ago. (laughs) Um, In the Isle of Shame, swimsuits this summer were a huge hit. uh, And lots of women posting themselves in swimsuits. But the the surprising thing that's this is what we founded the group for was to talk about the products and capitalism. Um, but the exciting thing about it, and I think what has really energized Steph and I, is the encouragement to do acts of kindness at all these stores. Uh, we have a lot of members who buy bouquets of flowers and find another shopper in the store and just kind of randomly give them to them um, at Christmas. We saw people posting about other people handing them $20 Aldi gift cards on their way into the store. And that is a surprise to us. It's not, not necessarily what we thought the topic of the group would be, but it's grown to be a huge part of our group. And, um, you know, lots of stuff on the internet gets a bad rap. So always a good reminder to realize there's a lots of, of nice people out there too. Oh, that's so sweet. I love that. Yeah. So 
how did you two meet 10 years ago? Because you're in different states. Oh, my gosh. And I just want it to be the Tupperware community. I hear that's really big, too. <laughs> no MLMs. No MLMs. So we uh, we were not in different states at the time. Mm. But Steph and I were both bloggers. I, I'm a former journalist. Steph has been a full-time blogger for most of her adult life. And uh, we sat down at a lunch next to each other at a media event at Walt Disney World. That's how we met. And then we found out that we lived in the same town and we both had kids the same age and we've been best friends ever since. I love that. I had a blog called Theme Park Mom. I covered theme parks all over the country. Steph had a lifestyle blog and covered travel and also covered Disney because we had young kids. Disney was interested in, you know, bringing that kind of mom blog coverage to their parks at the time. So, um, yeah. That's a big business. I love that. Actually, yeah. one of the first, I think it was the very first Disney media event that they had invited solely online journalists to. I love it. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. wow. So that's how we met. Step aside, Washington <laughs> Post. <laughs> wow. It's crazy, though, that, you know, to be part of that massive change in the way society is structured. But yeah, so so what what did you expect to happen when you created this group? <laughs> oh my gosh! Like sharing like recipes and things to do with the items, or like what was the expectation? So I believe the the original expectation was to every single week highlight the products that were coming out to feature them, and then to have people share what they found, which is still the reality of what it is today, just on a much grander scale. Yeah, the Isle of Shame. In Aldi, there's only, I think, five or six aisles. So it's the middle aisle where all of the seasonal merchandise is, and it's going to be food and non-food, and then just rotating, Lee, would you say mostly seasonal products? Yeah. I mean, there there's a rhythm to it. You know, right now, just like a lot of stores, there's, you know, health and fitness items for sale in the Isle of Shame. And uh, later this month, it'll be Valentine candy. And, you know, it kind of goes from there. But uh they don't stock the stuff every, like they don't keep something in stock for an entire season. They basically get one shipment. It comes out on one certain day and when it sells out, it sells out. So it might, might be there next week, might not. So there's kind of a created urgency to shopping there that I think feeds well into our group and discussion because people don't want to miss something or People will ask uh, if they live in an area where they may be se- there may be several Aldis. They will ask, has anyone seen this item in the store? You know, those kinds of things. So smart. This is across the entire chain, meaning if you get one in Florida, if you get an item in Florida, I should expect to see it in the aisle in New York. Is that accurate? Yes. Yes. They do have a schedule that they release them, uh, those items on every week, and they are the same throughout the country. That said... With the supply chain issues of the past 12 to 18 months, Aldi isn't necessarily getting product to the store at the time that everyone expects it or at the same time nationwide. So that makes for a lot of discussion as well in the group that, you know, it has evolved and not something that we expected when we started. And why is this aisle so fucking shameful? Oh my gosh, so good. Um, well, you know, you walk into Aldi, you know, you buy your your groceries and you walk out with, I, I kid you not, I have purchased an air conditioner. 
an air conditioner unit. Great. <laughs> like legit went in for one thing and walked out $200 later with a, not a wall air unit, but like a, a standing plug-in one. So, you know, it's like, it's like wow. a thrill of like, what are you going to find today? Like, Yeah. Like, I love the randomness of the it. The randomness of it. Exactly. So there's a meme out there. So you walk into Aldi, you buy a loaf of bread, you go in for a loaf of bread, a gallon of milk, and you walk out with a chainsaw and a four-man tent. <laughs> <laughs> the best part of that is that is an actual thing that can happen. Like that is not even an exaggeration. <laughs> you can legit buy at, at one some point in time during the year, a chainsaw and a four-man tent in addition to your bread and milk. So In December, I went to Aldi uh, hoping to find an advent calendar because Trader Joe's was sold out. And I walked out with bed sheets yes. and a, a build your own gnome kit. I don't oh know why. God. I don't have children. That's good. I don't know what I did. That is perfect. The gnomes are a huge thing in, in the Isle of Shame group right now. Huge. They've been huge for about a year. Yeah. Saw that on your site. Honestly, oh. it makes so much sense to me that this would have ballooned during the pandemic because when everything was closed in California, like literally the thing I would do is like, go to different grocery stores like like that is what I there's the only thing open but like I would go to like weird ones you know what I mean I would well no I don't want to say weird but like I would go there's like um a lot of Asian grocery markets here and I would just go like try new foods and like see what else was there and like come home with skincare from the Korean one you know what I mean like that was like the only thing to do like literally I would go with friends to grocery stores because (laughs) that was all you could do you should uh you should get a television (laughs) <laughs> when you want to leave the house Matt. Uh, i don't know what that i'm not sure what that's about i mean also i live in la it's like walks on the beach but like whatever <laughs> ali when we go to aldi we can we can also do my my friend gnome kit together i don't think there's going to be a geocaching there but we could probably ge- geocache on the way yeah no we we're going to try to we're going to pick an aldi that's not super nearby we're going to geocache on the way there we're going to get a bunch of snacks and some, I don't know, uh, picture frames. And then we're going to come back to my house and we'll do this gnome kit. It sounds like a great day. Yeah. No, I'm down. I'm down. I heard that you guys also have developed a lot of lingo in the group. Are we talking caca? <laughs> <laughs> well, well, first of all, we do need to know how caca came about. How did this call come to come to life? It didn't start with us. Oh. I will admit that we both thought, Oh, this is this is kind of silly. When it started, we had no idea it would take off the way it did. And now we love it. We love communities sometimes can be built around ritual. And so that's a great little ritual. And what it is, is that people will caca when they're in the Isle of Shame. And if someone else from the group is there, then they're supposed to caca back and then they can meet each other. I-R-L. <laughs> so we have tons of posts of people, you know, meeting new friends, new Aldi shopping buddies and uh, posting pictures with them in the aisle. And yeah, it just started with someone one day saying, oh, we need some sort of a sign. And a couple of people suggesting that probably because of Moira Rose or uh, I think, mm-hmm. you know, it's it's been a call for others uh, as well and maybe other groups. But it's just kind of that identifying thing. We have seen all the employees make little 
shelf signs that mention the caca. Ah! So we know they're uh, watching what's going on, which is kind of fun to see. Yeah. Wow. And I know both Steph and I have also heard the caca in the wild. <laughs> what do you mean? <gasps> Just like on the street, someone's cat calling you with a caca? <laughs> uh, in the in the aisle, in the aisle of shame, we've heard heard people. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. <laughs> I thought you meant in the wild, like not at Aldi's. So I was like, what? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Just something. We didn't start it. You know, we heard someone else start. It. So yes. that's kind of exciting. <laughs> kind of exciting to realize this is more than just me, you know, moderating posts behind my phone screen. <laughs> Amazing. I love it so much. Okay. Allie was alluding to different terminology that has been created. I read an article that said there's like evolving lingo in the group. Is that, did they lie? Mm, let's see. Evolving <laughs> lingo in the group. Like, is there anything that you say about like a find of the week or? A particularly Aldi-esque deal. Or you said these gnomes are year-round. I thought it was just a Christmas gnome kind of thing. What is up with Aldi and gnomes? You don't know what you're talking about, Lindsay. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, don't laugh at that. No, (laughs) Yeah, you shouldn't encourage it, really. I agree. (laughs) So the gnomes started last Christmas. They, They released what we had this year, the same, like, Christmas gnomes. But then... Oh, they, then they released springtime gnomes for for Easter that were dressed up. And then they did Halloween gnomes and fall gnomes. So they have a gnome now for every season dressed up like the little hat is like a different, you know, a pumpkin or a, an Easter egg. So, so yeah, the gnomes were originally just for Christmas, but they were so popular that they've expanded it for all the seasons. Amazing. Yes. And there were gnomes on wrapping paper at Aldi this year. There were gnomes on women's pajamas at Aldi this year. There were gnomes on socks at Aldi this year. So they are, they've jumped on it. I love that. So I was going to ask that, like, what, what are the other ways that Aldi itself is starting to acknowledge this fan club? Ah, I don't know that they've actually acknowledged us. <laughs> yeah, we don't. We don't have a. Re- we don't have a, a relationship with Aldi. We know that there are a lot of Aldi employees in the group. We know that there are Aldi uh, executives in the group. Oh wow! But uh, we have not spoken with them. Aldi, call us. We want you to call us. Come on. <laughs> but we have seen Aldi definitely pay attention to the group. We have seen them wink at members of the group and things that they talk about in advertising. There was a thing for a while that started actually in another internet group where you might ask someone in Aldi, where's the ranch? to see if they were in the group or not. And we saw an Aldi (laughs) ad last year where there was a salad dressing sale and Aldi put Where's the Ranch uh, actually in their print ad. So we have seen some things like that. Uh, Aldi did introduce in the past year some television commercials where they used actual Aldi fans who converted other people in their life to liking Aldi as well. Uh, And they did approach some folks within our group to audition for those commercials. We have seen them send out, you know, PR love packages to people in our group who have posts that blow up before. So they're they're definitely watching, but they aren't calling yet. How do we get them a call? <laughs> <laughs> it's only a matter of time. We think so. We think so. Or in a way, it's almost better for them to stay hands off. Not that we're not rooting for you to score some big deal, but like you have a freaking like every week there's new content in your store. There's new stuff in your store and it's a grab bag. And so like a very smart marketer or social media manager at the corporate level should have been like, this aisle deserves its own Instagram account. And that would have been huge, except they didn't do that. 
you did that right. and it's a big miss for them from a marketing point of view and now you're filling that need as a fandom right and I fucking love that. And yeah. we, we talk with a lot of fandoms and sometimes the corporate overlords are like, don't, hey, fandom, don't do this, don't do that. And we're like, you know, the, the reaction to that is never good or the outcome to that is never good. So it's it's good that they're acknowledging, but hands off, I think, in, in some ways. Yes, I, I agree. And Steph and I have talked many times about the fact that it might be a terrible idea for them to get involved with the group. So I, I agree with you on that. Oh, I love it. Okay. I know that you have a lot of interaction with the community, right? Like people are like, oh, did you see this? Write about this. What are some of the things that maybe people in the group have brought to your attention that it's possible you missed when you were at Aldi that week? Recently did a post on the top five viral products, eyelash products at Aldi this year. And the number one was called, well, the uh, group members named it the Jesus Aaron Table. <laughs> Hashtag Jesus Aaron Table. <laughs> so we um, we had no clue that this was going to be blow up, but the group decided that they they wanted to make this the product of the year, and it became just your average patio table that blew up and has its own hashtag, and I think just went vi- literally went viral. <laughs> so we never saw that one coming. Yeah, we totally would have missed that one. Wow. I think also sometimes clothes, don't you, Steph? Like I'm not sure that. The way that Aldi merchandises their clothing is that it's like in a plastic bag and you can't really tell what it is. And then people will buy like this wrap dress and be like, everyone looks fantastic in this. And then everyone will go nuts over it. And we generally don't see those coming because I guess we don't have the vision to see what it's going to look like from the plastic bag. (laughs) (laughs) Amazing. You have a whole, you have 1.1 million beta testers of these products to let, to let everyone in the community know this is good. This is not good. You get (laughs) this, don't get that. Like it's, it's amazing. It is. It's awesome. And uh, you know, Aldi, we see things come back about once a year, a lot of things, you know, if the product does well, they bring it back. So it's great now that we have some history. We have group members who will say, oh, yeah, I bought that last year, that vacuum last year, and it's fantastic. Or this broke after four months. And <laughs> and so there's all that feedback available, which is, uh, yeah, amazing. Which is amazing because like Amazon nowadays is just flooded with fake reviews. So it's kind of cool that you can create that. Yeah, authenticity. These are very authentic. I would, yes. I love some of the very funny reviews. <laughs> Particularly, I'm looking at the fall flannel shirt candle. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Oh, yeah. And Caitlin O'Malley Owens wrote, y'all, it happened. Bought the fall flannel shirt candle and sure as heck, a good old Midwestern flannel man poofed into my kitchen. (laughs) Highly suggest getting one so a cute flannel significant other of your dreams pops up. (laughs) Damn it. I want that candle. I need that candle. (laughs) (laughs) That candle was another thing that blew up. I bought one as soon as I saw it. I don't know that Steph ever found one in a store. I never found the candle. What does that smell like? It's like the Bath and Body Works mahogany teak wood, like the oh, okay, you know, male cologne type mm-hmm. scent. It's a man scent, mm-hmm. a manly scent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So that really blew up in the group. That's a that's a funny post. We also had a group member say that she let her teenage daughter smell it, and her teenage daughter said it smells like a new stepdaddy. Oh. <laughs> So that became a daddy candle for a while, too. Wow. That daughter is funny. Yes. (laughs) Almost as funny as you, Matt. I mean, is she funny or is she uh, having a tough time? I don't know. Oh, no. Oh, Oh, no. I need a dad. 
No, that's when you find out that that mom is already married and that she, the daughter just doesn't like the stepdad. Right, Smells right. like the new stepdaddy, she says, looking directly at her current stepdaddy. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> so we talked a bit about the Facebook group and the community, but you guys also run this website. So can you tell us about some of the articles, some of the things that... Uh, that go down on the website? Yeah, so the website um, basically highlights the new products coming every week. So what's the the sneak peek of what you can expect next week? And Lee and I both choose the products, of course, we think that are going to do well. And that's why it's always surprising when... I should Actually, I shouldn't say it's surprising. Exciting. We think we know exactly like what the members want and then, then they tell us otherwise. And then, of course, we write articles about those as well. So it's a sneak peek at what's up and coming. For instance, and I'm writing an article today, there's the past two years, one of the most popular products were these wine PJs. So they're women's pajamas that have little wine bottles and wine glasses all over them. And they've been, they like sell out instantly. So I'll be writing about that. So basically it's a sneak peek of what's to come. So people get excited and have a conversation about what their, their plan is for the, for shopping a week in advance. Yeah, I love this. This is very exciting for me. And I'm going to have a strong commitment to this aisle from this day forward. Allie, <laughs> we've got plans. You said that it just opens in LA. Is that right, Lindsay? Or I guess our guests would know. Is it here in LA now? Yeah. Well, uh, I don't know if it just opened, but there, there, it's like not in like the main part of the city. There's one in Inglewood. There's one like in the Valley. I mean, they're, they're all over LA, but you know, they're not near the targets that you normally go to. Okay. All right. I got to find it. I got to find it. Since you're both moms, as a daughter whose mom was very much obsessed with the grocery store, my mom would go so much. I was like, dad, I think we need to worry that mom's dating someone at the grocery store. <laughs> like she's at the grocery store so much. She's looking for a stepdaddy. <laughs> <laughs> what do your kids and your spouses think of your Aldi's habit? Oh, that's a great question. I don't know. I've never bothered to ask. <laughs> I mean, Ali and I both have daughters that are 17, correctly? Yeah. So I don't think they can, like they're at like in their own world right now. They, I'd say my daughter's used to it. I mean, I've been a blogger for 15 plus years. So in some space, I've always been involved pretty, you know, heavily in a online situation. Yes, exactly. Exactly. So yeah, I would say that my daughter doesn't like to go to Aldi with me now because I'm usually trying to take a picture of something or doing something that's just horrific <laughs> for a teenage girl to have to witness her mother doing uh, out in public. Field work. Yeah. Yeah. I empathize with her. <laughs> <laughs> this is making me think of a connected question, which is like, this is a community and, you know, it's it's a site and it's a blog in the publishing sense. But like, is the, is there a living to be made? Not like you're trying to monetize your community, but like you are going to Aldi, taking photos, sharing information. Like, is there a revenue stream here or is it all for funsies for, for you both? No, it's not for funsies. It's the goal is to. It's for munsies. For munsies. <laughs> <Got> it. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, it's that's that's a work in progress. Right, right. Mm-hmm, it, mm-hmm, it, mm-hmm. Is, is it beer money or is it living money? And that's uh, that's the creator yeah. dilemma. Um, sure. And it's interesting because like, you know, from from the internet influencer point of view, it's usually like, hey, here's what I do and here's my brand. And then you somehow monetize that for, for you guys. It's, it's, it's more of a community focus. And that's a, li- that's a different, it's a different thing. Aldi's not interested necessarily in sponsoring, but like, do you get other sponsors involved? Do they, they approach you or do you seek that out? 
We have started to be approached about sponsors. And I mean, it's a large audience and it's a large audience largely of women in the US between the ages of 25 and 54 that a lot of marketers want to sell things to. Uh, So we are starting to get those kinds of approaches. And it is actually a very current uh, topic that Steph and I are discussing because we have built this community. We're proud of the community. We're proud of the kindness in the community. We're proud of what we've done. And we don't want to... We would like to make munsies, but we don't <laughs> want to take the community too far, far off course or do anything yes. to, to ruin the, the, the spirit and the vibe that we've got going on um, as well. So it's, that's a kind of a, a big topic of discussion just in the past couple of days with Steph and I. If you are mindful of that line, you're, you're already, you know, way ahead of the game. Yeah, thanks. Thank you very much. In that vein of having such a kind and committed community, can you just close us out with a couple of your favorite stories of community members interacting? One story that that comes to mind immediately is that we did have a post not too long ago, a few months ago, from a community member who posted asking for ideas of what she might be able to buy at Aldi that she could just cook with a microwave and then come to find out in the discussion that she and her family had been displaced uh, by a house fire. Oh, wow. And we're going to be in a hotel for some time. Dozens of members of our community started shipping items that this family needed to them, Um, ordering online, shipping to them, started out with things like, well, you'd be able to cook a lot more if you had an instant pot. So I'm going to get on Amazon and order you one and it'll be in your hotel at your hotel in a couple of days. Oh my gosh. And some things like that and turned into toys for kids and other things that they had lost. And yeah, just amazing, selfless, kind uh, people in our group. Wow. That's an amazing story. Yeah, that's so beautiful. My house burned down as a kid. Have we ever talked about that on this podcast? No. <laughs> no. Oh my. <laughs> It's like as a kid, actually, it was fine. It was like not traumatic because you're you're still used to your parents taking care of everything. But like as an adult, I'm like, that must have been a fucking nightmare for my parents. Jeez. <laughs> yeah. Wow. My aunt has eight kids and their house burned down and her oldest son like saved everybody. Oh, my, oh God. my God. Yeah. Wonderful. Yeah. No, um, everyone in my family survived. Wouldn't that be dark? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, well, on that um, upper and downer. Thank you so much for joining us. This has been delightful. Lindsay and I are looking forward to our trip to the Isle of Shame, where we will absolutely be shamelessly. Ah! Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Oh, man, that was really fun. I mean, there's like no way that I'm not going to go to the Isle of Shame and buy some weird shit. Yeah. Truly, the the 99 cents only store needs to watch out. I think there's a new there's a new aisle in your life. <laughs> I mean, yes, but also like there's space in my heart for both and my bedroom. You know, mm, yeah, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you're That's not you. you're not store monogamous. You're poly store. <laughs> I am. I am. As should we all be. You know, I've been listening to a lot of Dan Savage over quarantine and I'm, uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm Less now. universal, but <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> could you imagine if someone was like, I could never cheat on my store. I only shop. Some I mean, people are some like people that. do. Yeah. yeah. Some yeah. people yeah. are like that. And they're missing out.
<laughs> deals, deals, deals. Um, well, I think uh, we all probably agree that the sweetest part and what we hear very often is, with our interviews is, you know, it starts, you know, them bonding over a grocery store or a fetish and then it turns into like <laughs> charity work. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Which Where I love. they're giving out hand jobs to the community and yeah. sandwiches. Do you guys remember when that um, kink group, the medical kink group started giving out yeah. Uh, PPE? Yeah. 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 <laughs> Because they had I it do. for all their. I don't know if, if Lindsay shit. does. That was before her time, but yeah. Uh, but yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, I do. I love it. I love mm-hmm. it. I mean, <laughs> right? What's not to right? love? <laughs> but I just always, I will always love fans doing social media better than the companies that they love. That will never <laughs> not be awesome to me. So kudos. I mean, it kind of makes sense, right? That ultimately the people, when it's the you know day job versus like. The fans, you know, totally. who love it and are yep. spending all this time and like finding joy in it also because like they're not stocking shelves. Although I was really amused that there are employees in the group. Yeah. <laughs> just keeping an eye on things. It's yeah. great. Yeah. Yeah. Just, well, she said employees she, and executives. Executives. And I, I probably should have yeah. clarified because the employees I was like are literally like the people at the cash register also in this group because like that's kind of wild. Is it like people who work at Disney who like love Disney? You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm imagining. Yes. Because when I worked at Disney. People were making minimum wage and thrilled. (laughs) It was fascinating. The whole culture there. Wow. Well, thanks so much, uh, listeners. Let us know. Have you been to the Isle of Shame? What's your best purchase from the Isle of Shame? You can tweet at me. I'm at Allie underscore Goldie. Actually, across platforms, A-L-L-I underscore G-O-L-D-I. And I am at the Lindsay Life. T-H-E-L-I-N-D-S-E-Y-L-I-F-E across all platforms. Oh, you can also join our Discord and we hope that you will. Discord.gg slash 2G1P. We also have a Facebook group. You can go search Two Girls, One Podcast. We do not have a million members like the Aldi grocery store. But um, one day we will. Not the grocery yeah, store. The grocery store has the, more yes, than a million. Just the Isle, the just Isle, the Isle of, of Shame. shame. Isle of Shame. Uh, you can also leave us a voicemail, which we love. We love to hear your voices. Uh, that number is... 347-871-6548. That number again, 347-871-6 And seriously... Call us. You should call us. We love getting calls. Thank mm-hmm. you. Yeah, there's uh, no oh, answer. No one answers oh, the phone. It's just a, it's oh, just yeah, a no, no phones like ring. There's up. no yeah, there, <laughs> yeah. No one's phone rings. It's just a it's just a voicemail call in line. We should update it because Jen Jen's voice is on there, which is and it's fun. Yeah. But uh, we could we could probably uh, give it a give it a little update. Yeah. So if you call agree. and you want to hear me, tell us that <laughs> in a voicemail. <laughs> All right. <laughs> You can also email us at 2G1podcast at gmail.com. And, oh, Patreon! Please, please, please visit patreon.com slash 2G1P. I know if you've been listening for a while, you're like, oh my God, this awesome podcast. They probably have a lot of funding. Not true. Go to patreon.com slash 2G1P. Give a little bit. Give a little bit of money to us. (laughs) If you have it. If you have it. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think that's it. So we'll see you next time. Thanks so much. Go get those deals, deals, deals. Bye. Two Girls, One Podcast is hosted by Lindsay Ford and Allison Goldberg. Then put on sale in the ethnic foods aisle. I mean produced and edited by Matt Silverman in New York City. Additional editing by Avital Ayler. Production assistance is provided by the Podglomerate. 
This show is a production of The Daily Dot, the number one source for in-depth reporting about life on the internet. The Podglomerate. A Sonic Universe. I was shooting my gun at the fireworks.